Hey, we're all looking to save, especially on medical bills, but where do you start? Now, unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings, well, it can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and they flag errors like overbilling or wrong codes and fraud. And you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, saving starts with knowing where to look. Go to their website. It's HealthLock.com today before you see any other healthcare provider. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, Sean Hannity here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, well, instinct, that might drive you to reach for a lethal means immediately. but We all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of using deadly force. Now, enter the Burner Less Lethal Pistol Launcher. It is equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo. It can incapacitate any attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states. It requires no background checks, and it can be shipped right to your door. Go to their website, byrna.com slash Hannity right now, and you'll get 10% off. Well, we're coming to your city Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner And if you want a little bang in your yin-yang come along If you want to try to make it look like I made some compromise in the debt ceiling, I didn't. I made a compromise on the budget. We finally were able to cut spending. We're the first Congress to vote for cutting spending year over year. Let's go back to pre-COVID levels of spending. That's what we asked for. We're not. This deal doesn't do that. Do they still have to worry about the Progressive Caucus and whether or not your caucus yes. will support? Yes, they do. Okay, Congresswoman Jayapal, thank you yes, so much. Yes, they have to worry. Yes. yes, they have to worry. Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming. information on breaking news and more bold inspired solutions for america all right thanks scott shannon and thanks to all of you for being with us toll free our number is 800-941-SEAN you want to be a part of the program uh so anyway uh president joe biden took a major massive fall on stage uh just now at the u.s air force academy graduation it was not going well prior to his fall. and It didn't even look like a trip. It looked like he just kind of collapsed. Did you see that? Like yeah, he, he I w- just I would... fell forward. I didn't see like a, oops, you know, kind of trippy type of motion, at least to me from, you know, I've looked at it 10 times now. No, I mean, he's got a, I mean, he's obviously got a reputation for falling upwards. I've never seen anybody fall up so much in my whole life. Fall up? He's you always, mean, fall, he falls up the stairs, he falls up walking onto the plane, he falls up walking No, he was just stage. walking on a regular flat stage. It's ridiculous, though. I mean, he can't walk Look, I mean, lines. people can trip and fall, but I mean, the way he looks when he trips and falls, he needed five people to lift him up. I mean, and, by, and if the speech wasn't going well beforehand, he said, oh, and by the way, 
I met with uh, who are who are those guys that are flying over shortly? That's what he said. I mean, it's so sad because it's their commencement. I mean, it's just it's depressing. By the way, I met with um, who are those guys that are flying over shortly? Who are those guys? <laughs> Can we get a copy of that? Oh, man. Anyway, we're in Iowa today. We have a big town hall. Uh, tonight, uh, Donald J. Trump will be our guest uh, in the beginning of hopefully a series of them. I mean, you know, we're now up to what? I think nine. I guess by the end of next week, we'll be up to nine candidates that are running. Uh, for example, let, let me see if I can name them off the top of my head and be a little bit better than Joe Biden, because Joe Biden doesn't wouldn't be able to remember all this. But if you include the people that we expect to announce next week, that's Mike Pence. And uh, what what's his name? Oh, Chris Christie. Yeah, he's running for one reason. Chris Christie's running just to be a thorn in Donald Trump's side. That is the only reason that he is running. He's not running for any other reason. He's there. He wants to be a thorn in his side. And so he's going to run. Anyway, so all the presidential candidates except basically uh, Donald Trump. Also, the North Dakota governor will be running as well. Uh, so that ought to be pretty interesting. Uh, I don't think most people know who the guy is, but with that said, uh, it is what it is. It's going to be at the Iowa fairgrounds. You, you've not had fun in life until you've been to an Iowa fair. They have the best food you'd ever want in your life. They got fried everything. I like fried everything. I mean, if I can eat, I'm on a diet, but if I could eat the way I want to eat, I'd have fried Twinkies every day. If I could eat the way I want to eat, I've had fried pork chops every day. If I could eat the way I want to eat, I've had fried Oreos. Every what are you What are you looking at with the face? What's with the face? Have you ever tried it? You've never tried it. No, you, have you ever had a fried Twinkie? You have, and you didn't love it? Oh, well, you do love it. So what's with the face? Yeah, did you have it? What? Do I eat fried foods? Yeah. I don't think you need to do anything more to a Twinkie. It's already fattening enough. I mean, good for you if you want to go for it. I mean, we are in a sauna, so we're sweating it out. So it's good. <laughs> you can bring those Twinkies. That's fine. Anyway, so uh, Ron DeSantis will be there. Haley will be there. Tim Scott, Mike Pence. Vivek Ramaswamy will be there. Uh, Asa Hutchinson, Perry Johnson, Larry Elder. They're all going to be on this roast and ride with Joni Ernst uh, this weekend. Later on, Joni Ernst will check in with us. Um, I can't hear you. <laughs> we have the audio of the Oh, president. let's play Biden. Uh, those guys, you know, up there, the guys. By the way, I met with uh, who are those guys that fly over shortly? Yeah. Who are, they? Who are they? Three of them are women. Yeah. Who are those guys? So don't screw around, guys. Yeah, don't screw around, how guys. How dare he assume those are women? He doesn't know how they feel. No, they, they don't. Anyway, it's still fallout. 71 votes against the, uh, the compromise uh, debt ceiling increase bill. Um, and look, I understand that that... Kevin McCarthy, uh, I guess he rolled the dice here. I, I don't know if there's going to be any action by the 71. I know that the 29 Freedom Caucus members were hard and not happy at all. I think if, if I would have labeled the mistake, I stay where I was yesterday, and that was Kevin McCarthy, in my view, did not communicate well enough to his caucus the things that were being discussed, and you know maybe he was afraid of leaks. I, I have no idea. But anyway, so being in Iowa, it just means that the 2024 presidential election really is up and running and starting. Uh, 
By the way, there was a judicial. I just want to give you a media check. You know, with all the sudden media hysteria over this alleged tape showing Donald Trump knew one of the documents that he took at Mar-a-Lago was classified. It might be a good time to go back. If my memory serves me right here for a little legal reality check, um, because, you know, Trump has all these investigations. We know the Alvin Bragg case is going to be tried right in the middle of the primary in March. And then we're waiting sometime in August, uh, perhaps, that, that Fannie Willis in Fulton County, Georgia, may act and, and come up with some indictment of the president. And then you've got down in, uh, of course, Mar-a-Lago with the Mar-a-Lago raid and the document issue and the January 6th issue that the that the special counsel is looking into. Has anyone ever heard one thing that the special counsel looking into Joe Biden's uh, top secret classified document scandal? Have we heard one thing that that guy's doing? Because I haven't. Not a single word. All you hear about is the one looking into Donald Trump. Anyway, so if this is where they're heading and they're looking for an indictment over the handling of classified information, well, that probably would have to overcome a legal precedent set by an anti-Trump judge. Remember, we've talked a lot about Amy Berman Jackson, because in 2012, she issued a ruling in a similar case where Bill Clinton was accused of mishandling classified documents. And according to the precedent set by Judge Jackson, Presidents have the absolute authority to declassify any documents that they want to. And there's no set procedure that they are required to follow in the declassification process. Now, this is going to be problematic if that's where, you know, they end up going with that case. I couldn't think of any three worst uh, jurisdictions if you're a conservative or a Republican than New York City, Washington, D.C. and Fulton County, Georgia. But that's where they're headed. So when, you know, President Trump is mocked by the media saying that he had the right to declassify documents merely by deciding to remove them from the White House, uh, that would seem to be backed up by the precedent in the Clinton case set by Judge uh, Jackson uh, back in 2012. That ruling, by the way, was never appealed, let alone overturned. Just some background, the case in question is Judicial Watch versus the National Archives and Record Administration that involved an effort by the conservative watchdog group to compel the archives to forcibly seize hours of audio recordings that Bill Clinton made during his presidency with historian Taylor Branch. The U.S. judge ultimately rejected the suit, concluding there was no provision in the Presidential Records Act to force the National Archives to seize records from the former president. But Jackson's ruling, along with the Justice Department's arguments that preceded it, you know, made other sweeping declarations that have the most direct relevance in the Trump case. And the most relevant declaration was that a president's it is the president's discretion on what is personal versus what is official, you know, in terms of records. And that's pretty far reaching and uh, solely uh, the president's as is his ability to declassify or destroy records at will. Quote, under the statutory scheme established by the Presidential Records Act, the decision to segregate personal materials from presidential records is made by the president during the president's term and in his sole discretion, Jackson wrote, which was never appealed. Jackson also concluded the that a decision to challenge the president's decision lies solely with the National Archives and cannot be reviewed by a court. 
If the archives wants to challenge a decision, that agency and the attorney general can initiate an enforcement mechanism under the law, but it is a civil procedure and has no criminal penalty, she noted. Uh, on the classification issue of both Presidents George W. Bush and Barack Obama, you know, signed executive orders that remain in force to this day, declaring that presidents have sweeping authority to declassify secrets and that they do not have to follow the mandatory declassification procedures that all government officials do. I mean, that gets pretty interesting, doesn't it, at that particular time? Um, but, you know, so a lot of questions are being raised now that really today, you know, we begin in earnest in terms of this radio program and our TV program tonight to follow this this presidential primary race. Interestingly, we're in Iowa. The Democrats decided to, you know, break with tradition and no longer go to the Iowa caucuses first or New Hampshire first. They want to start in South Carolina uh, because we know that that most favors Joe Biden. And, you know, with people like Robert F. Kennedy Jr. showing 20 percent in the polls. By the way, Mary Ann Williamson, Mary Ann Williamson. No offense. I mean, I don't dislike her. She seems like a nice lady. But, you know, a little bit nutty in terms of some of her views, the new age views that I don't exactly agree with. Um, but anyway, she's got 10 percent in the polls. That's 30 percent of Democrats would rather go with Marianne Williamson or Robert F. Kennedy Jr. over Joe Biden, who just fell on his flat on his face and said one of the dumbest things I've ever heard a president say. Um, by the way, I met with those guys that are fly that fly over shortly. No, by the way, I met with who are those guys that fly over shortly? Because he didn't know. So it reminds, reminds me of um, Obama. Remember, he said Navy corpsmen, Navy corpsmen, not once, not twice, not three times, Navy corpsmen and Navy corpsmen again. Now, this is the commander in chief that doesn't know that the word is corpsman. All around the world. Navy corpsman Christian Bouchard. And lying on a gurney aboard the USNS Comfort. A woman asked Christopher, where do you come from? What country? And in Creole, a corpsman Bouchard responded, in Tanzini, the United States of America. Navy corpsman said that. I mean, he took a dive. I have to show it on TV tonight. I got to put it on Hannity on the Fox News channel. Oh, what's that? Oh, we put it on our website, Hannity.com, if you want to see the video. I mean, he fell flat down. I mean, boom. And it didn't look like he tripped. I didn't see anything that he could trip on. Did anyone see anything he could trip on? I didn't see anything he could trip on. By the way, I met with um, those guys that fly over shortly. <laughs> you really can't By the make way, this. I met with uh, who those guys that fly over shortly. You heard of them, haven't you? Three of them are women. Oh. So don't screw around, guys. Three of them. What are those names of those people up there in the airplanes? What do you call those fighter jets? Something like that? I don't know. No idea. I'm only the president. I'm the commander in chief. San Francisco lost a whopping 7.5% of their population in just the last two years. Now, how many of you think that that's not complicated to figure out? Do you think maybe it has to do with the out-of-control homelessness problem, uh, people taking over entire streets, shooting up drugs, defecating in the street, urinating in the street, 
You think maybe it has some little itsy bitsy thing to do with that at all? Maybe I'm just guessing. I don't know. That's a wild guess, right? Probably crazy on my part. 7.5% in a single, in two years. I mean, it's unreal. Anyway, uh, we're in uh, Iowa. We have President Trump for our town hall tonight. Hannity, 9 Eastern, DVR, Fox News. Uh, we also have coming up later on the program, we'll have more fallout from the vote. McCarthy lost 71 Republicans last night in the final vote. More Democrats ended up voting for the debt ceiling increase uh, compromise than did Republicans. That's a big number. Is it going to be fallout? I don't know. I can't tell you. All right, we're in Iowa. Town hall tonight, President Trump. If you're just joining us, Joe Biden took a major, major uh, dive. He was at the, what, Air Force Academy today uh, while he was addressing um, the cadets or the, you know, re- the graduating group. He said, by the way, I met with, um, who are those guys flying over shortly? Who are those guys? By the way, I met with, uh, who are those guys that fly over shortly? You heard them, haven't you? Yeah, what's in that? Three of them are women. I mean, he took a hard fall. I mean, a big time hard fall. Uh, by the way, I have a message for Governor Abbott in Texas and any other border state governor. Um, if your taxpayers are tired of paying Joe Biden's illegal immigration bill, uh, you can start shipping all of your illegal immigrants now, not only to New York and to D.C. and to California. Now send them to Minnesota because Democrats in Minnesota apparently love paying for illegal immigrants. How do I know that? Under Minnesota's free tuition program, dubbed North Star Promise, illegal immigrants will have their full tuition paid if they enroll in a two- or four-year program with the University of Minnesota or Minnesota State Systems and come from a household with an income of 80 grand or less. Send them to Minnesota, free college, you're doing the right thing. Governor Abbott, are you listening? Gives you the latest breaking news when he hits the air. This is the Sean Hannity Show. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. 
I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is that is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. 
This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, 25 to the top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. We are in, well, we're just really outside of Des Moines. What is the town called? Does anybody know? What's the exact? Is it Des Moines? West Des Moines. Yeah. I was going to say Clive, but you looked at the residence. Why so didn't say anything? So what was say it? It's Clive. Okay. He knows I'm, Nate, am I right? Nate, Nate is with us today. That's right. Nate's, Nate's from... Uh, Nate is well, badass. Lives, I don't know where Nate is from. Former military, armed to the hilt. I mean, did you get like death threats on me He's or something today? I mean, the, I mean, this guy has got more weapons on him than anybody I've ever seen in my life. I would not mess with Nate. I'm not messing with Nate. I, you know, I respect people that believe in law and order and protection of, of, of people like me. I'm all for... Uh, anyway, I want to remind you, economy feels strained. You know, a lot of people now are saying, you know what, with the rising cost of travel, airfare, hotels, rental cars, you know what, it's so high, a lot of people are choosing to stay home this summer. And, uh, and now, just take a minute, imagine yourself in a Michael uh, Phelps swim spa in your own backyard. It's the ultimate swimming pool alternative. Not only will a master spa instantly upgrade your home, but you can still feel like you're on vacation all year long. Linda, you go out there, you know, in your, you know, bathing suit and in the middle of Absolutely. winter, you, you run through the snow. A little, green, little to, green smoothie, a little fresh air, a little master spa, and it's a party. Right. In the summertime, forget about it. It's on like you, ha you had me until you got to the green smoothie. Then I you knew get, you'd like that. Okay, so you run out to your master spa, you get in, and how does that feel? First of all, the one side you can do athletics, you can swim, the kids have a ball, the other side. You're not side, very athletic, so you're not listen, on that side. I try very hard. I didn't say I was good at it. I play the violin. You know, we can't all be winners here. Listen, the spa side is very nice. Very Apparently, relaxing. we all can. Everybody gets a trophy. Oh, yeah, you're right. If I could only fall like Biden, I'll hope to do that. Man, that was a bad fall oh, today. Classic. Oh, I'm going to show it again and again. Another Biden bumble. Another Biden fumble bumble, but go ahead. He's the worst. But so, yeah, the spa is amazing. I love it. The master spa is great. Easy to clean, easy to maintain, easy to use, something for everybody. And it's year round. I mean, the summertime, the kids really love it, but we've been using it all year. It really is just fantastic. All right. Bring your summer vacation into your own home. Do it all year long. We have a special offer. If you go to masterspas.com, enter the promo code Hannity in the upper right hand corner, uh, you can save up to $1,000 off your master spa. Exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand that I trust and recommend. It's masterspas.com, and you're not going to regret it. Um, look, we'll have a debate later in the program, the, the fallout of this negotiation over raising the debt ceiling. Um, in the end, if I had to guess, the, the 29 Republicans that voted not to advance the bill in the House yesterday they are the most hardcore. They are the ones that are like dead set against this 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 agreement to raise the debt ceiling. Um, from my perspective, it was, it's it's basic math. It's simple. It's the Republicans had done their job, and I knew I knew the pressure, the temperature was going to rise very quickly. It always does. It's Washington D.C. 
But that doesn't matter to me. You know, when the Republicans passed what was it, limit, save, grow, their bill, it was a really, really well thought out bill. It was not an onerous uh, bill that had impact on the economy, but it absolutely would have impact on spending because we can't continue to rack up $31 trillion in debt and expect to be solvent as a country. So, and, and I know Kevin McCarthy feels there are a lot of wins. Now, that's scored out by the CBO at, what, $4.8 trillion in savings. This compromise bill is 2.1. Um, a lot of the COVID clawback money did not get clawed back. Most of it, in fact, did not. Uh, the work re requirements for people that get financial assistance from the government are minimal and weak at best. And the, you know, if you look at the $80 billion they had allocated for the IRS, all right, there's not going to be a dollar spent this year. That doesn't stop next year. And the other thing that I didn't like is that they moved it to two years. Now, the most important thing was defunding the IRS agents. We could have, we, we, I think they could have won that. That's my take. And if I would say, you know, give advice to McCarthy, I think the, the thing that shocked me the most is that so many in the caucus felt that they were left out of the loop. They weren't a part of the process. In other words, my if, if I had a four-vote majority and I was Speaker, and by the way, that's the worst job in the world. You'd never want to be Speaker of the House because you got not only the Freedom Caucus, you got the Sunday group, the Monday group, the Tuesday group, the study group, the this group, the that group. You know, it, it, there's so many varying factions, and they all draw their individual lines in the sand. And when you have only 222 as your number in the majority, that's not a big enough margin to be playing around. It has to be a unified caucus. The only way you unify a caucus is to talk and discuss any concessions that you might make during negotiations. But we'll, we'll get to both sides of that at the, the top of the hour. But uh, the, the House passed the bill to suspend $31 trillion debt ceiling. They're raising it by $4 trillion. Um, we should be having this debate again next year. The Republican bill would have brought it back again to the public view by by next year. Uh, but they didn't do it. Now, liberals, by the way, they're not do, faring any better on any of this. They're, they're all killing each other. None of them seem to like it either. Uh, not that I can blame them. Um, so we'll watch, wait and see. Um, we have Jim Comer also coming up on the program today. You know, I'm not sure what happened. I mean, every single source I had weeks ago was telling me the the arrest of Hunter Biden is imminent. And it hasn't happened. And I keep watching and I'm like, this is the biggest shell game I think I've ever seen in my life. I mean, they, they are now talking about potentially with Donald Trump, not only the New York case, which they scheduled a trial right in the middle of the Republican primary next year in March. Huh. Think that's a coincidence? I really don't. And and by, and by the way, if you like Ron DeSantis or any other candidate, let me just let me just make you very keenly aware that whoever the Republican nominee eventually is, that person is going to be smeared, slandered, besmirched, attacked, I mean, they, they're going to try to tear them down limb from limb and destroy them. And I mean destroy them by any means necessary politically. And that means the same shenanigans that they pulled on Trump with the phony Russia collusion hoax. That, that, that's all fair game. We've now gone through two presidential cycles where we know that the deep state 
FBI and even in 2020, the CIA were involved in efforts to put cinder blocks on the scale of a presidential election in favor of their candidate. You know, so and and then every time we find out about Biden, well, it never seems to come out the way we think it's going to come out. You know, and anyway, so yesterday and we'll get more details from James Comer at the top of the next hour. But uh, James Comer, you know, he told me last night they had already seen the letter. When they were asking Director Ray, he was asking, and ironically, Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley was asking the FBI director for the letter for a 1023 form, which they believe is from a credible witness that alleges that Joe Biden performed certain acts as vice president in exchange for five million dollars. That that that's a lot of money that is handed over there. A lot of money. And my question is, ah, I wonder if this was a Trump, what might happen? Because uh, I think it would be a very different outcome and a very different reaction and a very different response. But the Biden White House, they're just circling the wagons around Christopher Ray. You know, Christopher Ray now is about to be held in contempt of Congress because he won't cooperate with the House Government Reform and Oversight Committee. That is their job. So I had Comer on last night and I said, well, it appears, according to reports, that in his phone call that he and Grassley had with Chris Ray yesterday, that Chris Ray uh, capitulated and said he would allow them to see the document, but it would have to be in closed quarters in a skiff or, or some secure location. I said, oh, all right, well, what's bad about that? Because the 1023 form is not necessarily corroborated or confirmed. I think the bigger question is, when did they get the 1023? When were they made aware of this document? When did they know about the document? What did they do about the document, considering both Grassley and Comer think this is a credible allegation? Anyway, so they, they, the important words came flying out of Jim Comer's mouth. I rarely get surprised by any guest that I'm interviewing. Why? Because it's my job to know more than them and to have read more than them about the news of the day and what's happening. I read a bunch of articles yesterday about the phone call between Grassley and Comer and Director A, and not one of them said that the document that he would be willing to now share in private would be redacted. Well, that that makes a big distinction. That's a big difference. If it's redacted, redacted could mean you only see three words on a page. Now, he even told Director A that they've seen the document. They know they know what's on the document. They find it to be credible and they want the FBI it's their job. This is what the oversight committee is. Congress is tasked with oversight of an administration. That is what their job is. And if the FBI is not cooperating, well, the next step is to hold them in contempt of Congress, which is exactly the direction that this was heading in. But you got the Biden White House circling the wagons. They love Christopher Ray. They love Attorney General Merrick Garland. That's why they don't like that the Jim Jordan committee hearings are going on. That's investigating whether the FBI is politicized and the DOJ is weaponized. But they're now in the Biden White House leading the battle to bury the evidence of Biden family corruption, at least until after the 2024 election. Well, that sounds exactly like what they wanted in the 2020 election, uh, which is why the FBI, even though they had a copy of Hunter ba Biden's laptop in 2019 uh, and authenticated it, at the latest, the spring of 2020, sent in late 
you know, summer, early, early fall in the lead up to the election, FBI agents to meet weekly with big tech companies. Why? Because they were telling big tech companies, you might be the victim of a misinformation campaign and it might be about Joe and Hunter Biden. Oh, so they were pre-bunking, not debunking, pre-bunking a story that they knew pretty damn well was going to come out. And that was they knew that they knew Steve Bannon had, I'm sorry, Rudy Giuliani had a copy of it. Rudy Giuliani at the time was Donald Trump's attorney. Now, I remember at the time, because there were all sorts of allegations being made about what was on the laptop, and and I had an opportunity at one point to get it. And my lawyers had a fit because of allegations. Do you realize that if you have in your possession, even for journalistic purposes, Hunter Biden's laptop, and on that laptop, let's say there were something sexually age inappropriate, which had been an allegation that has not been confirmed to my knowledge on the laptop. And that was making the rounds. Everybody had heard that that might be on the laptop and that I could get in trouble just for being in possession of it, even though I'm using it for my job. And that was the argument that my lawyers were making to me. And they said, no, just not worth it. Let a big organization get it. They'll go through it. and You can take it, take it from there. You know, I mean, in life, there's certain people that you can't lie to and you have to listen to. You can't lie to your doctor. Do you have chest pain? No, I don't have any chest pain. Meanwhile, your chest is about to jump out of, you know, your heart's about to jump out of your chest. Not a good idea to lie to your doctor. Not a good idea to lie to your lawyers either. Yeah, might as well tell them the truth or else they can't really defend you. Right. Not a good idea to lie to your your pastor or your priest or whoever your spiritual whoever is. Might as well tell them the truth, too. And in an ideal world, you probably don't want to lie to the most significant other person in your life. Just play it straight. Tell the truth. Own it. If you make a mistake, move on. If they let you. <laughs> if it's Linda, forget it. There's no, there's no taking any any foot off. That high heel is not, cool, not coming I off only, of anybody's neck. I don't even want to hear it. I haven't done silent treatment in at least a week. At least a week. At least. What was the longest you did the silent treatment to me? Three months and one day. How do you know the exact time? I keep a record of these things. That's my job. Anyway, now we've got this other issue coming up here. Do you know that they're planning to build a new FBI headquarters? The FBI headquarters that they're planning to build with your money is twice the size of the Pentagon. The same FBI now that puts cinder blocks on two presidential elections. The same FBI that offered Christopher Steele a million dollars if he could corroborate his own dossier. He couldn't corroborate it, but they signed off on four FISA warrants that said verified when Christopher Steele couldn't verify it prior to them signing off on the first warrant. Are you kidding me? No. How about instead of spending billions, um, how about we clean out the seventh floor of the current FBI and we bring in new leadership and we get the FBI and bring it back to its former greatness as the world's premier law enforcement agency. Uh, and then maybe we'll talk about a new building uh, bigger than the Pentagon. Yeah. Tw and this one is twice the size of the Pentagon. You know, from my standpoint, the scale of this FBI headquarters, by the way, it's described as larger, not only twice the size of the Pentagon, it's larger than the Vatican. 
I mean, seriously, you know, uh, no, the Republicans need to eliminate funding for that FBI building because it is itself a corrupt institution as of now in terms of the top leadership that should not be allowed to create a Taj Mahal and hide themselves in this huge bureaucratic palace. Newt Gingrich sent me that line. I stole it. But I mean, he's right that we should not be buying and building a new FBI headquarters. No, thank you. Anyway, we're in Iowa. Donald Trump tonight, 9 Eastern, Fox News, Town Hall. Looking forward to seeing so many of you. People told me that they're wrapped around the building already. That's exciting. People lining up. All right, so we're in Iowa. Now, there's talk about rain. And, and by the way, we've, we've made arrangements that we're going to let people in, you know, because the traffic got a little uh, bigger uh, for the town hall. Uh, we are just outside of beautiful Des Moines. And uh, hopefully looking forward to seeing you with Trump tonight. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.